You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Renton, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the O-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. The legendary Dr. Doolittle could talk to the animals. That's nice. That's nice. But our special guest today speaks for the animals and unleashes a bit of attitude and some biting humor. I want every one of you to give pause and applause to comedian, blogger, and author, Jeremy Greenberg. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Thank you, Arden. Pleasure to be here. And I just want to say on behalf of the uh, millions of dogs, I uh, try to speak for Wolf. You had me at Wolf. You had me at Wolf. All right. Well, Jeremy, speaking of Wolf, is the author of two pet books with titles you will never forget. The first one, for the dog lovers, is aptly entitled, Sorry, I pooped in your shoe and other heartwarming letters from Doggy. Now, mark your calendars, all you cool cats, because his next book debuts right around Mother's Day and is going to be called Sorry, I Barfed in Your Bed and other heartwarming letters from Kitty. Nice titles there, Jeremy. (laughs) Thank you. Well, the publisher likes titles that really grab folks and I love the mischievous nature of animals, but they're so playful. I've got young kids, I've got four-year-olds, and there's really not that much difference between some <laughs> breeds of dogs and cats and how they behave with their attitudes. And we just wanted to capture that fun, and people really responded to it. Cool. Well, I think with the uh, poop and puke covered, I think we're good. So everybody, listeners, I want you to kick off your shoes. You don't know what's in them and get out of bed. It's time to discover the perks and pitfalls of life with pets from the guy who really knows, Jeremy Greenberg. And everybody, I want you to first, though, sit and stay. We're going to be right back after we take this commercial break. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today has a lot to say. Many of you may have caught his comedy act on stage or television. You probably have followed his take on life as the father of young twin boys. He's got a blog called Your Guide to Imperfect Parenting. It's on MSN's The Family Room. And now he's creating a pack of pet pals with his dog book and soon to be unleashed his cat book. You've been quite a busy guy there, Jeremy. Yes. Well, I love animals. I remember there was a period in my young life where my only friend was my cat. The only one would talk to me. I don't mean to say that to elicit any sort of sympathy. I just mean that, uh, you know, I grew up, like a lot of comedians, I grew up in a very loving but crazy household. <laughs> and you know it's an interesting situation if your cat is the most normal one around. And Where did you I, grow up, Jeremy? In the Bay Area, a city okay. called San Ramon, California. I live in San Diego now. But I grew up there, and it was a very nice area. The interesting thing was, and we'll get back to the pets, is my, my parents are both from this dungeon part of Brooklyn, New York, just an insane place. <laughs> then they moved out to the West Coast, where the most dangerous thing is a lizard biting you in a part of an undeveloped suburb. It was very not inner-city Brooklyn. And it sort of blew my parents' mind. And they, I remember them not wanting to go out to play after dinner. They were afraid I was going to get shot and I tell you I was not in an area where that was going to happen certainly not when I was a kid and uh, so it was there was a little bit of conflict and my parents and I get along very well now but my cat my cat got me it would hang out with me I would give it some food best moment my grandmother old school immigrant came over from Europe would make her chicken soup and one time my Siamese cat Percy jumped up on the stove which was like a second paw in her soup to fish out pieces of chicken I could have said something Arden but I didn't yeah. My cat and I were, you know, we had a bond. And my I mean, who was, needs a spoon when you got a paw like Percy, right? Exactly, exactly. And I thought it was hilarious. And it, <laughs> it, uh, I would have still had the soup. I don't, it didn't bother me at all. So I had some very fond memories of animals growing up. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't have a dog until I met my wife. And I adopted a dog and then became a big-time dog lover. But I've always had, you know, I've always loved animals. I've always loved just how they interact with you. And there's debate about whether pets have emotions. I'm not a scientist, but I believe they do. I really oh, yeah. think that they know how to connect and, and uh, on a very deep level. And it's, it's sort of a very special relationship. I mean, a lot of people probably say it, but they're not human, but they're in some ways so human. And, uh, and I want to make fun of them because they're mischievous little animals. They make me laugh. Speaking of that, I mean, the two books you have out, I mean, you have other books, too. I mean, being a parent and things like that. But sorry, I pooped in your shoe. I mean, I don't know that. <laughs> that would sure get me better than the Encyclopedia of All Things Dog. I don't know. Well, Which one would you pick I, up at the bookstore? I love the idea of taking the attitude of animals trying to explain what they like or don't like. Like in the book, there's a letter uh, about dog nicknames or there's a dog named Mr. Peanut who is quite offended that his owners, I, I don't really like the word owners, his pack members right. call him, you know, Mr. Popcorn and Peanut <laughs> and all these other nicknames. And we do because I had a dog named Dagny and we used to call her Dingle Dog and we had songs, Dagny Dingle Doggy, like Yankee <laughs> Doodle Dandy. And we just come up with these names and they just, they take it. They take it. I mean, can you imagine constantly doing that to another human being? It would be like that old Saturday Night Live skit where making copies. I'm not sure if you recall that uh, old uh, bit that they would do where they would constantly, you know, make fun of someone's name. But uh, to do that to another human being, you'd be like, what are you doing? That's 
annoying and somewhat disrespectful, but to dogs and just have these great nicknames, you know, Mr. Barks a lot. And so I wanted to sort of capture what a dog might say about that. Or even if a dog was giving, you know, love advice or like, hey, you know, if you really want to attract somebody, what you got to do is you got to roll in the festering remains of a dead squirrel. That's really <laughs> what drives people wild. They'll love it. And so I wanted to sort of capture this view of how dogs view the world and how they interact with our lives. Because we look at these behaviors and they can be so crushing. Why are you rolling in that? And then the dog will, why wouldn't I roll in it? I've got a hot date tonight. That's right. That's right. That's my canine cologne, right? <laughs> That's right. Yep. Well, the nice thing is, folks, his book, Sorry I Pooped in Your Shoe, it is out by McMill Publishing. Uh, yeah, you're going to give away not one, not two, but maybe three copies of autographed copies of this book. Is that right, Jeremy? Be happy we, to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have to kind of come up with a way. So listeners, you know the drill. You got to email me, Arden at fourleggedlife.com. That's Arden at fourleggedlife.com. We got to do the uh, code word pooped in your shoe. I think that would be a good one to put on a subject email. That, and if, that's I, not- if I could add also, Arden, that the books, despite the title, they're very PG. There's something you could have in a veterinarian's office. There's no foul language, nothing that is going to blow anyone's mind in those books. <laughs> it's very funny, but it's done on a level that's uh, very appropriate. And I, I say that because my nightclub act and some of my other work, it ranges from PG on up, but I like to let folks know who see my other work that the books, the dog books in particular, are uh, and cat book is, is PG. I did see a video clip of you. You were in Seattle promoting the book, and you were talking about Mr. Peanut, who looked like a chihuahua with a frown, a grumpy chihuahua, which I thought was funny. And, you know, you were going through the yeah. whole rundown of nicknames. I think there is, though, there's some nicknames that dogs really like because they're terms of endearment. And we might say it in a nice way, like I have a dog named Chipper, and I call her Chipalicious. But, you know, I, I wouldn't that. call her Woodchip or something, you know. But if yeah. I, I think it's how we say it. Don't you think they kind of read our tone? Dogs are so in tune. It, it really is amazing. But yeah, they, they read our toes. I also was having some fun with it. I think dogs, at least the dogs, I've had lost any attention. Dagny, called Jingle Dog, <laughs> like I mentioned, or Doodle, Doodle, any D with a G sound coming a little afterwards. The other thing I love about animals is how they tune in. There's a letter about an animal who's very upset that their owner said the word park, but they're park. not going to the park. Oh. I, that comes from a real experience. I'm not sure if you recall, there was a movie came out maybe five or six years ago called Gosford Park. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, yeah. Before my wife and I kids were looking, what do you want to go do? Let's go see this movie, Gosford Park. All right, well, let's go. You know, Gosford Park, we're talking about, for some reason, we're not really, our dog, just like our dog, we had a dog named Lewis, this was before Daggy. Lewis is going crazy. Lewis is shooting up and down the hall, fired up, excited, like, what's going on with Lewis? We realized we were saying park about 30 times. Gosford Park, and all the dogs <laughs> are in the park. I go to the park. We're going to the park. And so it really made me realize, you know, they tune into all these things. I'm not sure if you've seen that viral YouTube video that's hilarious about the dog. Uh, I think it's called a Talking Dog. It's out of Canada. And I had some maple bacon, and they somehow they have the dog talk. Or, yeah? And then what would you do? And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. With the cat, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what do yeah, you yeah, mean? <laughs> And you watch the ears, and the dog just, they know these little words that mean yummy thing. They know steak, and they know, we love dogs who have steak, I guess. But uh, and they know these little key words that mean so much to their lives. And so I wanted to play on that uh, because it's happened in our lives. And, you know, there's a lot, it was just a lot of fun to really dig in. And I, people don't always get that, even with these humor books, 
I do research. I really don't just take it as my experience, but I talk to a lot of dog owners and I, I talk to veterinarians and I really think what's the behavior behind this, just so I understand it. Well, I know you talked about a little schnauzer from Madison, Wisconsin, who, who would like to steal bacon. Is that right? Yes. Is that in the book? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. It, I've just finished it. I'm trying to remember the, uh, that exact letter. But yes, there's a lot of that where they, they want to play steal the bacon or there's a, uh, when the human comes back in the room, oh, I was just making sure your food wasn't too hot for you. Of course. Uh, there's, yeah. The dogs are, are very accommodating like that. There's a dog sitting on a pile of leaves where, uh, oh, you just rake these leaves into a nice bed for me. I appreciate that. Or a dog explaining why it loves to shake water near you and things like of that. So, so really, I mean, dogs are just obviously a lot of fun when you look at what the, the Internet. The Internet is dogs and cats and things we probably shouldn't talk about. It's like a main category. And I really just wanted to have fun looking. People respond to it. made a few bestsellers lists. It was really a fun thing to write. And, uh, you know, people have enjoyed it. And I've been happy about that. And at the beginning, you touched upon something I think is, is so revealing. You're a parent of a pair of young twin boys. And oh, yeah. I have found that there's so many parallels to training dogs and cats as it is with young kids. And I was laughing when you shared on your blog on MSN, the blog is part of the family room. Your blog is called Your Guide to Imperfect Parenting. About the time you shared a photo of some of your cats with your boys and then you all went to the San Diego Wild Animal Park. You want to tee up what happened? You know, I write so many blogs. I apologize. Okay, this me. is all right. I'll set you up. I'll help you out, man. Yeah, you saw yeah. a picture of a Siamese cat that was French kissing the arm of a park bench. And then you took yeah. your kid to the zoo. And you never know what's going to land like pasta on a wall with your children, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the picture of Bubba. Thank you so much. And I apologize for not remembering. Yes, that is the, yeah, I was working on the cat book. And it's a little bit of a sneak preview. There's this adorable Siamese named Bubba who is French kissing a piece of metal, wrought iron metal on a bench because it's colder and the cats love that sensation. And my kids think it's hilarious. Just to back up a little bit, when I travel a lot for stand-ups, when I'm home, I, when my kids come to my office, I never throw them out. I let them come in. I say, well, why don't you help me write? So I'll pull up a picture that I'm working on for the cat book. I'm writing a letter for the picture. And I'll say, what yeah. do you think about this cat? And then my kids will say, the cat is smiling or whatever. They're four. They haven't said any pearls of wisdom yet, but they're working hard. <laughs> anyway, they see this picture and we go to the zoo and all of a sudden one of my sons just starts licking, like, you know, puts his tongue on a metal bench <laughs> oh, in the zoo. And I'm like, oh, God, that's gross. He goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm a cat. Oh, Ooh. no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Kids will do what they're going to do. Now, I heard, read another blog that you wanted to be a cat when you were younger, or what was the deal? You had a fantasy of wanting to be a cat? Yes, I would, pretend to be a cat? I would pretend to be a cat. I would go in the back room and meow. I, I, <laughs> Your parents I are probably so proud of you. <laughs> they, it, was, it was an interesting household, and frankly, when I was a kid, all I was doing was meowing. They were probably pretty happy. In terms yeah, of yeah. the other kinds of trouble I could cause. But yes, I remember really liking the way my cat lived and following it around on all fours. I think a lot of kids do that. A lot of kids say, hey, I'm going to be the dog. As a matter of fact, there's a letter in my kids' book, which, not, you know, to stay with the theme of bodily functions called Sorry I Peed on You, which is the one about young kids where a kid's pretending to be a dog and he tells his mommy, I'm going to you know, bark and all this. And the only re- way you'll ever get me to talk and human talk again is if there's a bowl of ice cream that would probably pull me out of it. But yeah, I 
I've really just connected with the animals. I, I love their, their happiness and, you know, they were soft and friendly and uh, they didn't tell you to clean your room. The thing about animals is they're always on your side. And, oh, absolutely. And, yeah. Well, we're speaking with comedian and author and blogger Jeremy Greenberg. He has the book that you've got to get. It's called Sorry I Pooped in Your Shoe. And for all you cat lovers, uh, stay tuned because around uh, Mother's Day, he's coming out with Sorry I Barfed in Your Bed. But we're going to talk to him more about life as the father of two four-year-old twin boys, an ardent animal lover, and more. But we got to pay for the show. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio, where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm delighted we have Jeremy Greenberg in the house. I That's caught right. some of your uh, video clips on YouTube. You do a lot of, it isn't easy writing comedy, and you do it for not only yourself, but I understand uh, you also help provide some jokes as a writer for other comedians like Byron Allen and also need a little bit about the jokester in you. How did this all cultivate? Well, I was, I don't know how. I was funny, but I remember being told I was funny ever since I was a kid. And I love to write and I love to read. And it's like any discipline. I just kept writing and writing and pretty soon people wanted to buy what I wrote. It was just sort of this natural path. And I love it. I love it. I, a lot of my humor comes from my life, uh, just interacting with my uh, family. And a lot of it's kids these days, you know, because I've got twin sons and that, that takes over your life. You're done. Once you have twins, <laughs> it's... Uh, you well, I read somewhere you call yourself the whatever father. What's that mean? Oh, well, no. One of the things that I try to provide a quote-unquote strong male role model, but I don't know what that is. And really, all they see is my wife telling me that I've incorrectly loaded the dishwasher. And so I just go, <laughs> whatever. You know, because I grew up in a household where just everything, oh, is that fine chance to put it in the dishwasher? My parents didn't really consider protecting the quality of things like that. I'm a first-generation American. My mom was born in Austria. So uh-huh. I there was, a, there was a lot of newness to that. And so my wife's family, though, is goes back several generations in the United States. So there was these rules and protocol. How to do. As a guy, I don't care about those things. I choose my battles. At least I do. And so whatever, I'll do the dish. And so, you know, I try to show my sons that I'm the strong, I don't want to say a leader, but at the end of the day, I don't know how to do half the things in my house. So I still have to try to maintain my sense of self-esteem and confidence, even as I go, you know what? Fine, you do it. 
I don't, I don't care. You can put in the forks and the spatula, whatever direction you want. It's not going to make a difference to me. Well, how has the book gone? Uh, the Sorry I Pooped in Your Shoe. And how I know you've got a website. It's very easy, listeners. It's jeremygreenberg.com, J-E-R-E-M-Y-G-R-E-E-N-B-E-R-G.com. Because I want to make people like make this a zillion seller for you, if that's all right with you. Yeah, it's actually done very well. People have really enjoyed it. What's fun is a lot of times people will send me pictures of their dogs reading the book. Like if they have a brief, like there's a pug on the cover and someone sent me a picture of their, of a pug reading the book. But like oh, that's book nice. Open. Yeah. And a collie, there's a picture. So people have been doing that and people really enjoyed the book. The one thing I'll say is I really worked hard to give it an original voice. There's so much dog humor out there. I mean, there's the I can't have cheeseburger and I can't have hot dog and all the wall cats. There's so much of that. And I really tried to dig into the dog psychology and find very original, interesting ways that are still, you know, spot on with the humor. And people have responded to that. It's uh, one of the reasons why I was able to win the cat book as well. So, Well, I look forward to that. You know, I have two cats and two dogs. I call them my furry fab four. And uh, we live in San Diego and I have a little and a big dog and they're the surfers. They're part of the SoCal surf dogs. So I'm from the Midwest. Oh, "Oh my God. I can't believe I have two 10-year-old dogs that are like hanging 20. So you got to come out. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I mean, we take our kids to the beach. As you know, I also live in San Diego. I, my sons are just now starting to boogie board. You know, they'll be surfing soon, I'm sure. So yeah. I love those surfing dogs. I show my kids videos of the surfing and the skateboarding. I think it's a bulldog. Yeah. Bulldog. No, you've ever seen. Oh that yeah, that's uh, there's two big ones. There's Dozer and there's gosh, the other one name escapes me, but they're both very very famous. And if I'm a bulldog, I'm perfect for a board because I'm low to the ground. I, the waves yeah. don't knock me off. My little Cleo's a 12 pound mystery mutt, and and she gets blown off. We had to put weights on her board. <laughs> oh, and my producer's yeah, so cool. He just texted me. It's Tillman. Tillman. And Dozer are the big bulldogs. I love those. I love those surfing and skateboarding bulldogs. That's just the neat thing about animals is how they come into our lives like that and can just and they seem to have fun. You ever watch those? They're actually really shredding. They're really having a good oh, time. Yeah. Oh yeah. We did the whole thing. We had seventeen dogs on the board to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. So little Cleo is one of the seventeen dogs on that. Wow. Board. Scott, wow, did um, they, did, yeah, did it. Scott Chandler is a very famous surfer. He created a 15-foot foam board and had everything on there from Nani, a Bernese Mountain Dog, to little itty-bitty Cleo. And we practiced, and honest to gosh, they were all lined up, you know, little dogs up front, big dogs in the back. And I think they just sensed that this was something special. There was not a single snark in the whole pack. Nobody was like, I need to be over here. I need to be over here. And the hilarious thing is there was a Jack Russell at the helm that had a video camera on his back end of his uh, jacket. So yeah. they were calling it the butt cam. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That is awesome. That is, I, I can only imagine a Bernie's Mountain Dog on a surfboard, too. That must be a great, great picture. I'm going to look for that. We did it in, uh, this one was on June 16th. It was at Imperial Beach. But the next surf event is going to be to benefit the Helen Woodward Animal Center. And it's going to be at the Del Mar Beach. So everybody that's in listening shot of that area, I hope you go because it's it's amazing. These dogs are raising money for charity. And, and if you and your kids are there with your wife, come over and say hi because Cleo is, she hasn't met a stranger so yeah yeah we'll do yeah. i love friendly dogs like that and uh, we take our kids a lot of times to la jolla shores too but okay there's not really any dog surfing there but yeah the del mar beach that sounds like an awesome event and um 
My kids, as I mentioned, you know, it's, it's tough to admit this, but uh, we had to rehome our dog very recently, and they missed their dog. I know I miss my dog. And just for your listeners to know, I travel so much with stand-up and with the, our young sons. We always said if we could find an opportunity to give Dagny slightly better life, we would do it. And as I mentioned, no one should feel bad. She lives on a horse ranch now in Rancho Santa Fe with tons of room and tons of attention, and she's living a great life. But because of that, I... You know, I keep pictures of on my phone like many people, and sometimes I just I look at them just to, yeah. you know, just because she was a member of my family and uh, to think back. And uh, I'm one of those people who anytime someone has a dog, oh, can I play with your dog? And it seems like, I'm a grown man, but can I play with your dog? Can I hang out with your cat? Yeah, what's yeah, funny yeah. Is when I was writing the cat book to do research, I actually have some comedian friends, and I would go over to their houses and actually spend hours with their cat just to remind myself of the cat behaviors. <laughs> I grew up with cats. We haven't had a cat in years. And to really make sure that everything was right on the money, I would uh, just, you know, play with the cats and watch all the behaviors and see the different cats. Uh, and I, it's great to learn because I, I, when you do a book like this, you realize there's cats you've never really gotten to know. But you're like, like have you seen those? Uh, they're called naked cats, think cats. Those oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aliens yeah. to some people. <laughs> <laughs> Those cats are so neat. Apparently oh, they crave warmth, dogs. man. They love to hug. <laughs> yeah, they're very, they're very personable, and uh, they're smart, and they're, they're just adorable. And I have a great picture in the book of those cats. And to some people, they're a little shocked, but then they just look so adorable. And there's a great picture in the book of uh, a five-week-old cat after her first bath. And the oh, no. eyes on this cat, Arden, <laughs> the eyes of anger and fury <laughs> and just wait. What I guess she was a little hissed off. <laughs> yes, big time. Big time, big time. Big time. So cute. Listeners, so cute. we're speaking with Jeremy Greenberg. He is the author of two pet books and other books, but the one that's out now that you can dash over and get is called Sorry I Pooped in Your Shoe. It's for all the dog lovers out there, but wait, wait, wait for it. Cats are patient. Sorry, I yes. barfed in your bed is coming out around Mother's Day for all the cat people. And Jeremy is kind enough that he's giving away three autographed copies of Sorry, I Pooped in Your Shoe. For the listeners who email me, Arden, at fourleggedlife.com, we'll probably take the, uh, the 100th, 200th, and 300th listener. Email me. I'm going to just clog my email box, but it's worth it because you're going to get a personalized autograph from this great guy. He's a family man. He's got two twin he's got two twins he's got that's will really rock your mind wouldn't that That'd be a lot yeah <laughs> he's got a got pair it. of twin boys <laughs> you've got 17 sons right now yeah that's <laughs> right i actually you know i spent so much time around animals i just work the litters at this point <laughs> well i bet your wife really loves that term great honey oh let's let's expand our litter <laughs> yeah yeah she, my wife has had to suffer me for 16 years now so, uh, uh, you know, she knows. <laughs> and in fact, I say that tongue in cheek, you know, it's, uh, it's a good bond and a, a very good relationship. You got to have that when you're raising kids. It's, you, you've got to have a united front because our kids try to divide and conquer like all kids do. Well, I'm glad you're a family man. You have a sense of humor. We need that in this time and age. Is there some big things coming up that we can go over to the jeremygreenberg.com site and catch your act? If you travel or throughout the United States, you can go on there. I've got a calendar, which uh, I'll be updating very soon. that has all my performance dates. I'd like to let all listeners know, though, that while my books are PG, my nightclub act is not. And it's very fun and it's smart, but I just want to let folks know that because they, my books are, are very clean, if you will, so I want to let, let the listeners know. But 
But really, the big thing is the castle comes out in March, and that's a okay. lot of fun. And you can always look for my writing on MSN. I do a lot of work uh, for Microsoft MSN, and there's a lot of stuff there about family. And actually, I have a piece coming out in uh, three weeks about how to introduce your pet to your baby. Like, oh, that's uh, important. How to, acc- yeah. how to acclimate a dog to, uh, you know, the arrival of a child. So just really go on Jeremy Greenberg. You can find me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet that much. I probably need to tweet more. I just don't. Yeah, don't worry. Nobody's going to get mad so much- <laughs> Yeah, but, but honestly, the best way is go to my website. You can go on my mailing list. You can find me on Facebook. I'm, I'm pretty easy to reach. And uh, the show's a lot of fun. And the big thing is the cat book is going to be a riot. We got some amazing pictures. We were blessed by just some amazing photographers. And uh, even with all the cat humor there is on the Internet and other cat books, the publisher really thinks that this one you know, might have something really original and fun to share with people. So I hope they find it. Hey, maybe it'll have nine lives. What do you think? You always want long shelf life, right? (laughs) You know, all right, I have a homework assignment for you. I have a cat that goes all over the country named Zeki, Z-E-K-I, and she has a Facebook fan page, Zeki the Cool Cat, and her backstory is some idiot had attacked her with a knife as a stray and took a big chunk out of her back. And she recovers, she waddles. She's the only cat in the entire Pet Tech Pet First Aid program. I'm the only one that brings a cat to class. And you can wrap her in a towel and check her femoral artery and brush her teeth. She'll do anything for deli turkey. So she would love it if you, Jeremy Greenberg, would go on her Ziki the Cool Cat page and just hit like. And I'd be happy to. She, she's really up on the rep for cats. And she's a Turkish fan mix, a white and gray, and loves all dogs, loves all people. And she'd be the nastiest cat on the planet. And she's like... She's like, you, whatever, what up, let's go. So she can be in a full crowd. of N-E-K-I? Z-E-K-I. Okay. Ziki the cool cat. And that means in Turkish, clever and courageous. Because this cat, don't tell her, but I think she was a dog in another life. Aren't Turkish vans the ones who will swim? Yep. Yep. She's walked in on my shower, and I'm just glad she hasn't brought a camera. Because I don't want her posting (laughs) on her Facebook page to scare off everybody. Oh, my God. Look (laughs) at that hairless person with pink skin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll definitely find her on Facebook. Sounds like a good cat to know. All right. When your book comes out, she'll do a shout out for you, too, because she's getting a fan base. So we'll, we'll, Zeke's uh, legion of fans will promote your book. Sorry, I barfed in your bed. Love it. You know, you can't show love any other way, right? Well, the great thing is a lot. It actually started this big debate online about the nature of a cat saying, sorry, I barfed in your bed. Like, would a cat apologize and not to give anything away? But the letter is, the only reason the cat's sorry is because now it has to get up and find a new place to sleep. So the, <laughs> the cat's not sorry it barked on your bed because it made your life tougher. The cat's sorry because it how has to get up and find a laundry basket to sleep in. So there you go. those are just some of the details I, uh, that the book pays attention to. I'm glad for. to hear that. Well, we're speaking with Jeremy Greenberg. You got to catch his act. He's a stand-up comedian. He does a blog on MS. And it's called, let me make sure I got your guide to imperfect parenting. Just go to the MSN, the family room section, and you'll catch yep. his blogs. He's really got a great insight into what it's like to be a parent these days. And now he's got the books out. Sorry, I pooped in your shoe. And sorry, I barfed in your bed. Will coming out soon. Again, be the 100th, 200th, and 300th listener to email Arden at fourleggedlife.com. And Jeremy will send an autographed copy your way with your name and your dog's name. And wait till you see some Absolutely. of the names you're probably going to get, right, Jeremy? <laughs> Mr. Peanut. Well, I, if I don't know a dog, I'm going to address it by its, its given name. But yes, unless you tell me your dog, 
prefers to be called Doodlebug or something like that, but I'll address it to your dog because I know your dog is going to read the book, and I want your dog to tell all the dog friends about it at the dog park. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be respectful of those names. But really, the book is a ton of fun if you're a dog lover. Essential. I don't want to say it's essential, but it's really a fun thing. I think laughter is very powerful these days, and dogs and cats and people, we all have senses of humor, and you've tapped into all of them. So. I thank you for being a guest on our show, Jeremy. Everybody dash over to jeremygreenberg.com and see where the heck he is in America. He is like the witty Waldo. you got to find him, and he's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, at this time, I also want to thank my cool producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. Why, he even let me know when I had a brain blip that the famous bulldog that surfs is Tillman. Thank you, Mark. See, I love you, man. You always help out. Until next time, everybody, this is your flea, free host, Art and More, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Art and More. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.